So let me tell you about my really awesome sponsor called Gummy Cube. They've been sponsoring this show now for some time and they enable you to get feedback on every aspect of your iOS or Android app. And we know that is massively important if you've been listening to the show for any length of time. It's all about feedback, feedback, feedback. So they have this focus group service. What that means is that you can start split testing icons, screenshots, way much more. It really helps when you are in a pre-launch phase or even if your apps are already in the app store. So to learn more about Gummy Cube's focus group service, go to www.gummycube.com. That's www.gummycube.com. And thank you very much, Gummy Cube, for continuing to support the show. So I have a highly relevant sponsor who I think you'll want to go and get a free consultation with. Uh, they are called Apptentive. And uh, don't just take my word for it. Let me read out what people are saying. They're falling in love with this service. Uh, there is a company called Big Fish Games, and this is what they're saying. Apptentive's SDK was the easiest integration I've done. It just works. It's dead simple. There's uh, a big name developer telling you how awesome they are so go and find out go to www.apptentive.com forward slash app guy that's apptentive.com forward slash app guy thank you very much to apptentive for being so awesome hi this is uh marco napoli i'm the founder of pixelini and you're on the app guy podcast the app guy podcast straight from your host paul the app guy sharing his app entrepreneur journey with you for your enjoyment and now, Paul, the App Guy. Welcome to another episode of the App Guy podcast. I am your host, it's Paul Kemp. This is the show where we try to bring you the world's best guests and they can help you with your journey as an app entrepreneur, as a game app developer, uh, any, anything that will help you live an awesome lifestyle of uh, being an entrepreneur, dealing with this great innovative technology. So I have a wonderful guest who is the head of publishing at Game Analytics. And so we're going to really be talking about his journey, games, and his name is Tom Kinneber. So welcome, Tom, to the App Guide podcast. Oh, thank you, Paul. Hello. Great. And so I just wanted to, I guess, start with um, what uh, compelled you to come into a game development uh, have you got uh, you know a story there that you could tell us about how you actually ended up in this this game uh yeah sure um it was uh definitely by chance uh maybe i chose that chance but it, it wasn't a planned decision so i actually i uh, went to university and studied neuroscience for uh three years and was all I was on the science track and wanted to maybe even do a phd um but then you know science didn't really appeal to me and i I uh, started to get back into computers, and uh, that was just at the year when the iPhone 3G launched. Uh, so I'd taken a course, uh, sort of computer science and entrepreneurship it was called, um, where it was in Nottingham University in England, and we had a small team of five of us uh, who decided to make an app. So we you know, downloaded all the SDKs, and it was on the iPhone 3G, and, and there was nowhere near... The App Store had literally just launched, um, but we decided to make a voucher app to try and get you to download like a two-for-one voucher and then show it in a restaurant, and then, you know, you could you could have the waiter uh, 
um, verify it, and then you and then you would get a two for one on your pizzas, which was sort of the, the ideal at the time. Um, <laughs> and so we did that, and did did really well, and almost started a business uh, doing just that. But we went for this uh, money, so we're trying to get fifty thousand pounds in funding uh, via a competition, and we actually came second, and second oh. goal. <laughs> exactly. What we was got the uh, what was the money for second place? Uh, absolutely zero. <laughs> so walk away, you know, that was it. Well done. Thanks for all the laughs. But yeah, there, there was nothing at the end of the tunnel. And um, so the little team actually was made up of a lot of uh, people from all over the world. So an, an Antiguan, um, uh, a guy from Africa, a guy from Taipei, uh, a R- Russian, uh, and myself. You know, it was a very international team. And we all came together and made this thing. But then we all had to leave because we didn't get the money. So uh, that drifted apart, looking for a job, um, just thought nothing of it. Um, and then actually got a course in media uh, that was run uh, in Manchester, which is where I'm from originally, um, uh, that, that gave us one week in TV, one week in radio, one week in uh, computer games, and one week in uh, web. Uh, and then we would go into these companies and we would just sort of learn. And during that, uh, there was a presentation given by uh, a friend of mine, Johnny Coglin, who was the head of publishing for a company called Chilingo, of which I had never heard of. However, I had played a lot of their games, and it turned out that they had released uh, back when the iPhone first started. There was a game called I Dracula, which was a huge hit, um, sort of very very old school uh, dual stick shooter, which you don't even see nowadays. Uh, I played that, and they'd also done a game called a, a Quest for Knights on Rush, uh, which was also massive. I thought these were all made in America. Uh, this Chilingo was an American company, and it turns out it was just down the road in a place called Macclesfield, which is a very small <laughs> little town. That is outside. a news because I've heard of Chilingo, and yeah, I, I assumed that as well that they would be, uh, you know, a bit like the big giants of gaming. Well, they uh, they were, you know, we uh, back then mobile gaming actually before the iPhone was very very different place. Uh, I wasn't actually involved in it, but there was um, GSM phones and installs and Nokia, and it was a very complicated market, and it was all fragmented essentially. The iPhone came along, brought it all together, and actually freed up uh, from the carriers, which is like the O2s, the Vodafones of the world, uh, the billing, and gave it back to. Uh, Apple or the developers, and that that big change from where the money went uh, really spurred on, in my opinion, you know, app development and, and allowed this huge growth of apps. Uh, and Chilingo was very well positioned because they were working as Click Gamer beforehand in the in the mobile space, and they they worked with the developers who wanted to come to the platform, and so they helped them get to the Apple platform, and then they blew up from there, as as did the Apple platform. So. That happened. Uh, Johnny gives this great presentation. I was like, wow, Johnny, you're not American. He's like, no, I'm from Manchester. <laughs> and uh, I was like, do you need someone to come and help? Sure thing, come for an interview. So I had a, a very quick interview, and um, it, 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 went, it went well. And he said, so one requirement, uh, can, you, can you write? And I was like, sure, I can write. I've written loads of things. Uh, turns out my English isn't the best, uh, and I'm a much more of a scientific writer rather than a creative writer. And this became quite apparent in the job, as the majority of the workload in publishing is actually a lot of emails, a lot of writing, a lot of creativity. So I had to learn quick and fast and, and sort of take from there. So that's that's how I got into apps, really. And Chilingo was really that springboard uh, where I got so much experience and learning 
um, all about mobile games. Uh, so kind of worked on about, I think I estimate now 120 games I've launched uh, onto the App Store in various forms. And yeah, Tom, you were talking about networking there, and that was really the impetus to what got you into Chilingo. Uh, how important is networking, do you think, to, the, to those listening who are trying to get their first foot on the ladder? I would, yeah, I'd definitely say uh, networking always helps. Um, you never quite know when it's going to help, um, but the more people you know, the more people you meet, always leads to opportunity. Um, I think what's important as well is to have a clear vision of what you want. So uh, something that I quite clearly had uh, was that I really loved games. Um, I hadn't known how much, I just played them actually. So I started playing games when I was 11. Uh, you know, I actually used to do competitive esports, uh, played games on my mobile, and uh, play board games, and I even try and uh, design board games as well. So I think games for me was very clearly a massive part of my life uh, before I even started to try and work in it. Um, and I and that for me was always a vision. So as soon as I got a taste for actually the business of games, um, a lot of the people I was talking to, it, it was natural. I could speak um, about passionately about uh, games in general. Um, so I think Networking incredibly important for all manners of your life, actually, you know, just even finding friends. You, the more people you talk to, the better your friends uh, that you could find. Um, but having that vision of knowing what you really want to achieve when you're talking to people or what you're looking for uh, really helped me. Yeah, and, and so you are now with Game Analytics. And one of the biggest questions I'm often uh, asked from uh, game developers is like how to get discovered in the App Store given that there is so much competition, uh, it's really hard to get uh, discovered. Do, what, from your 120 games you've released, what, what have you learned to, to get uh, discoverability and, and get you know, your apps sort of um, downloaded a lot more? Yeah, sure. I mean, that's what I would say publishing's majority of, uh, like the main aspect of a game publisher provides, actually, is to help you be discovered and to help promote your game uh, to a broader audience. Um, so actually, what we've been doing at Game Analytics uh, and what I've been setting up is a project called Runway. So Runway uh, by Game Analytics, and you can find it at www.gameanalytics.com forward slash runway, um, is essentially a service that we've been doing to enhance discoverability. And we believe um, that because the app stores now reached a size where your single product is very insignificant on the scale of the App Store. And even now, uh, in the past, for instance, the charts or the top 100 lists, um, there were less apps in the whole ecosystem that a new app uh, which uh, had a strong visual appeal or a good hook could appear in the charts and then stay in the charts. I think now we're kind of in this third evolution of the App Store um, where just even creating good apps uh, which are perfectly made won't actually get you the discoverability you need. Um, and it's about alternative methods of being discovered. Those really are virality uh, through sort of social media or um, social connections, uh, marketing, so that's advertising or any other forms of marketing to gain sort of uh, vision across other networks, 
or um, featuring uh, on the App Store uh, that all always leads to an increased number of downloads. So those sort of three factors um, really help in any app being discovered. And, and the best apps try and do all three, so you cover all your bases. Yeah, that is awesome advice, I have to say. And I mean, if, if we break those down, virality, uh, I'm guessing that is uh, you know, doing things that draw something did initially where you just have uh, uh, you, your f- Facebook um, posted onto Facebook and get your friends involved in maybe some kind of mutual collaboration game. But any other guidance on virality to help uh, developers achieve that virality? Um, yeah, I think sort of any social feature, we could talk about like two, there's two sort of ways I always think of uh, social aspects in games. You either have games that are built to be social, i.e. Uh, the words with friends, or it's a competitive or collaborative model whereby the entire game is based around you and your friends either fighting each other or or building together Minecraft is another sort of very good instance of actually solo or multiplayer uh, type of game. Or you can uh, create uh, bonuses or further rewards within the single-player game that are helped by social. So that would be the classic Farmville of ask your friends for help. Now, um, there was, you know, two years ago, sort of Farmville era's, um, that side of social, the asking for help was massive and using the Facebook channel, uh, developers gained a lot of audience because the way Facebook had allowed you to use itself w- was very viral. Now Facebook and sort of the permission system is very locked down uh, and there's sort of two types of ask. You can't just get all the permissions as you used to be able to. So in one instance, you used to be able to ask for everything. And now there's always sort of a two-stage process. There's like a login, so I know who you are. And then there's a further ask, can I post to your network? Can I do this? And that really changed the sort of model that you as a game developer have to use now. So what we always try and do is we try and think of a single feature within the game that isn't instrumental, but that is very beneficial. So in a way, it might uh, speed up your economy. It might unlock a new path or technology in a game or it might enhance um, uh, the development of, uh, of, of the whole game uh, via speed. Usually speed is the best thing, so it will speed up some part of it. And the more friends you have or the more you utilize this, this aspect, uh, the more that actually benefits you as a solo player. Um, and that's really the key. So when, you, when you're designing such a feature, design it around the solo individual, but allow it to be very flexible in that it, it can grow larger. So um, with each added friend that you get, uh, add a little bit more bonus. Those seem to be uh, the best ways of currently uh, increasing your virality from within the game. Oh, so really making it more organic, uh, in other words, that they they choose to um, to share it, to, to increase... Uh, their, their own um, performance in the game or, or the game's like features. Uh, so that's, that seems to be like the, the obvious thing to do now. Um, I'm guessing that once uh, someone declines permission, that it can kind of break the app. It, it can, and the best uh, apps would uh, not break the app. So you build it into um, one area that isn't fundamental. So it's like a, an additive. So if you have this social building, let's call it, 
um, you get quicker uh, warrior build times. Or if you have this social building, it unlocks this small path that's not instrumental to your progress in the game, but it is a benefit to you. Maybe it gets you more gems, maybe it gets you... Usually economy or time is your best uh, levers because um, you want to make any social feature uh, strongly positive. So by doing it, you give a quite a large benefit to a player to encourage them to do it. But at the same time, it mustn't be instrumental to the progress in the game. So I have a highly relevant sponsor for the show. It's called Gummy Cube. That's G-U-M-M-I-C-U-B-E.com, Gummy Cube. And they are the world's best experts when it comes to app store optimization. Uh, what they can do is help you answer these questions. What are the best keywords to target for your app? What's the best name for your app? What's the best description? You see, Apple and Google use those details to rank your app. So you need to be thinking about them, you need to be A, B, A, B split testing them and, and just doing a lot of work with App Store optimization. So to take the headache away from you, just go and use the world's best experts in App Store optimization, that's GummyCube. So I want to thank GummyCube for being an awesome sponsor and just remind you that you can go to www.gummycube.com and go and check out what they can do for you. Thanks very much for supporting the show apptentive.com you can go to apptentive.com forward slash app guy that's all lowercase and you can go and check them out but i've got the co-founder of this company on the line now yeah you know we talk to hundreds of app developers we work with actually thousands of independent developers and some of the world's largest brands companies like urban spoon and nordstrom and concur and the biggest mistake you can make when you launch is not actually having the tools at your disposal to listen to your customers, to, to get your evangelists to talk about you in the App Store. Ratings and reviews in the App Store are the number one predictor of downloads. That, that's why customers will download your app. If it's four or five stars, that's why they'll take a chance on you. And so in the early days when you launch, you really want to be generating those positive reviews and you want to be hearing from your customers who aren't yet getting what they want so that you can make a better app, so that three months from now your app is better and you have hundreds of five-star reviews and people are out there talking about you. That's what momentum comes from. When a groundswell of support bubbles up through the App Store and people search for apps and they find your app as a five-star rated app, they'll download it. Well, that's great. Well, I do think that people should go to apptentive.com forward slash app guy. I highly recommend you and I'm just so thrilled that you could support this show. Now there's Tom, there's two things we need to do before we say goodbye. One is that uh, we'd love to find out about uh, new uh, tools, new, new things that we could use in our app to, um, to, to help. And I wondered if you had any uh, tools, recommendations. Obviously, game analytics would be the top one. But uh, yeah, if there's any, uh, any tools or any, anything we could you know, perhaps take from you that would, uh, would help us uh, with... Um, marketing or just help us in general have you got any tips and tools um yeah well some of the things that i'm using i mean a lot of what i do is uh marketing and growing games so less on the development side and more on the um the marketing side so i think facebook uh, is still a, a very good platform for advertising it's expensive, um, but it's got a very good uh, reach, basically. So for any game, it's very helpful. Um, there's one product called Automate Ads, uh, which actually you can run a variety of ad 
uh, units, and then it will optimize to get you a better bid price. Um, you have to be, you know, relatively confident in your game because I think any spend on Facebook is in the thousands. It's not in the hundreds. So just to be aware of that, um, it's not something that you want to do. Uh, just to understand, it's something that you really want to promote your game with to try and grow it in some way. Um, and then the other thing would be uh, Google. Uh, Google has a really good tool called uh, Google. Uh, oh, now I can't even remember the name. Google Audience uh, Placement, and it's a way to basically test uh, your imagery or text. Uh, it's called Google Opinions. Is the app, and the Google Opinions is run on the back end by like Google Survey, something like that. And what it allows you to do is on within an app, uh, or the way I use it, is to show four images of icons. So let's say your game icon. And you just ask users to pick which is their favorite icon. And the question would be something like, um, for a strategy game on the App Store, which is your favorite icon? And then you'd have four icons. You wouldn't even name the game or anything like that. And then from that, you will get a click test, which will show which icons are getting the best clicks. And this, to me, is one of the most fundamental uh, points of creating any app. Uh, the icon is your best and primary marketing tool so invest the most time uh, in just that image uh, to actually well, get I, I, that is a great recommendation in fact uh, I'll put links to those things you mentioned on the show notes so it's episode 344 so for anyone listening just go to theappguy.co search for Tom episode 344 and you'll see links to uh, those, those that you mentioned uh, Google Opinions sounds great I can't wait to have a look at that um, okay. in terms of uh, so we normally ask uh, our guests for favorite apps or apps you could recommend, um, but I'm thinking it would be cool to get a few games that you like uh, to uh, recommend uh, for, for um, uh, mobile apps. Uh, it could be Android, it could be iOS, but uh, have you got a few game recommendations? Uh, yeah, I've got a f couple for you. Um, one of my favorite games of all time that's quite old now uh, is a game called Helsing's Fire. I think that's on both platforms. Uh, developed by Lucas Pope of um, Ratloop. Uh, absolutely brilliant puzzle game. Um, another uh, oldie but goodie, um, I think A Quest for Knights on Rush um, was actually one of the first... Uh, it's kind of a speed-based... Uh, uh, not tower defense... Um, castle defense game where you have a castle you build sort of towers but the interesting thing is it used flicking as a mechanic and there are very very few games nowadays that actually use flicking so uh, and it still did it very well uh, four or five years ago so I, re I recommend those two games that's great uh, yeah I remember uh, paper toss with the flicking and uh, yeah, getting addicted yeah. to that uh, um, well Tom this has been a wonderful chat and uh, I mean, I feel like there's, there's a lot we haven't explored. Do you feel like anyone who's listening to this who wants to be, get into game development, uh, what, what, what would be your parting kind of advice uh, for them, to, to inspire them? Um, well, I, I found uh, sort of the biggest things from a developer perspective uh, that really help are try and get into being a, a part of a community I would actually recommend the Touch Arcade forums as one of the best places for indie game development. Um, and then I also think if you're really, really interested, it's 
so valuable to go to the conferences, um, both from a networking perspective. You'll get to talk to the people from Sega, the people who are in Nintendo. Um, you know, these, these guys hang around. It's not just a corporate entity that just makes these games. There's people behind it, uh, and you can talk to them about the business of games, which for me is very interesting. Um, but also in many of these conferences, uh, you get good talks from great developers, so Blizzard and people like that, giving you real insight into actually how to make games. Wonderful, yeah, that's, that is helpful advice. So thank you very much, Tom, for coming on the AppGuide podcast. And uh, one, one thing we'd love to know is like how to best connect with you, how to reach out, and uh, well, what is the best way? Um, well, I'm on Twitter and under the username Kinth, that's K-I-N-N-T-H, you can follow me there where I just kind of give uh, some updates as what's going on in my world. Um, but also uh, Runway, which is uh, the sort of project that we're running, uh, where if, actually if you have a game and if you're looking uh, for help on launching that, getting discovered, um, we're running a, a very, very streamlined, data-driven approach to publishing, um, which I think is very modern and novel. Uh, that you can just read about more on uh, Runway. So that's uh, Game Analytics forward slash Runway. Wonderful. Tom, thanks for coming on the Update podcast. All the best uh, for the future. And uh, yeah, thanks for sharing that wonderful wisdom. Okay, thank you. So remember to go and check out www.gummycube.com. That's G-U-M-M-I-C-U-B-E.com, who are the world's best app store optimization company. And I highly recommend uh, using them to improve the optimization of your apps and help them get discovered in the app store and use their algorithms and their data cube from the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. So www.gummycube.com. And thanks to Gummycube for being such a great supporter of this show. Somebody told me recently that you can increase your reviews by 300% plus if you actually ask. So I am asking, I'm appealing to you now. If you are listening to this show, then I would love a five-star review. It makes a massive difference. Uh, I mean, I've just climbed about 100 places in the charts literally by uh, five reviews left on maybe a single day. And so if you're listening to this now and you're thinking, I don't need to leave a review. Other people will do it. It's not the case. You need to leave a review. And, uh, you know, it's uh, content that I'm putting out here for you. And it makes such a big difference for me. So don't be like those millions of people that use apps and never leave reviews. Do something great. Leave me a review. And uh, I would then um, read that and uh, help you as well if you need it. But uh, I'm, I'm going to ask you as an just a, as a producer of uh, great interviews uh, that I, I really need your uh, review. So go ahead and uh, open up your podcasting app and just now go and leave me preferably a five-star review and you'll see that that makes a really big difference in the um, impact of this show and it gets it in the hands of more people. So go ahead, don't be lazy. Please leave a review. It means so much. Thank you very much.